1: And welcome to the show. For the first time, I, I met him at the Audible Comedy
0: Festival last year. Real nice guy. This is Chris Hardwick. Chris, how are you, buddy? Hello. Good morning. First of all, I mean, before I forget, Dave Coulier was in this morning. Said to say hello to you and
1: send his love. He loves you. Oh, he's such a sweet guy. I haven't you know, I haven't seen Dave in so long, and there's like there's like a, a great comedy convergence on Orlando this week, weekend. So. it's uh, it's a good time for comedy. Absolutely,
0: uh, Coolier is a good guy. It was the first day we ever met him, and for some reason, I just had this preconceived notion that he would be uh, that he would be difficult, that he would just come in here and be a dick. I don't like he didn't want to talk about anything, and then he was totally, totally no, he he's was the just, opposite. He's
1: yeah, he's nice and and super funny, and you know, I mean, his, his on stage persona is is squeaky clean. Yeah, but uh, he, he has a wonderfully filthy sense of humor. <laughs> it, 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 years ago, when my my life was uh, a, a little chaotic, i i used to I used to drink all of the alcohol in the world years and years ago. Really? And yes, years ago. This was like early, early to, You know, I I've been sober for like twelve years, but before that, Sa- Saget was <laughs> Saget. And I used to go out and drink a lot. And so I know those guys really well, and they're all so funny. Yeah, I mean, genuinely, and 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 shockingly filthy to people, especially you know when they would see like the Full House guys uh, making the most inappropriate jokes. It, it 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 kind of altered their perception of what they thought these you know su- super squeaky uh, uh, dads were but the, yeah
0: it's the, like when you find out mr brady was gay it's uh you're like what and when you find out how filthy sag it is after you spend all those years with those little
1: kids on the show you're right. like how
0: could this be possible
1: uh i, I think it's because he spent all those years being a tv dad and it just it, it i think it made them go completely in the other direction you know in their personal
0: life i'm watching video of you right now i don't even know what this looks like pre-m tv i don't even know what this is singled out is it, this isn't singled out, is it? Yeah, that yeah. is. Oh my god, uh, look how young you were there. Uh so give me the give me the thing. You host singled out, and then what happens after that?
1: The dark time.
0: That's what I'm saying. Is that where the drinking came in?
1: Yeah, I guess it started around then and then uh, uh I mean I didn't really I didn't really work a lot in between singled out, which was ninety eight, up until I did another show called Shipmates in the early 2000s, but, it, but really, there was a period of like nine years between 98 and 2007 where it just didn't really work that much.
0: And do you think that so. at that point, like being in radio, it, it's hard, it's kind of hard to job to keep. So when you're on TV and you're on MTV and you're good looking and your show is popular and then you're not working, are you like, this is never going to pick up again? I would just assume it'd be over before you had this huge comeback.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, you just, it, because it's really hard to get, it's hard to get a job. Yeah. And uh, the, the MTV job, I just got really lucky, and I got this job, like, right out of college. And, and so I thought, oh, it's really easy to get a job. And then I realized, <laughs> it's really hard to get a job. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it wasn't 2007, I just kind of focused, and I I, I kind of thought about, well, what do I, what do I actually, I never asked myself, what do I like? What do I want to do? And that's, that's when I, you know, that's when I started Nerdist an and Started and I said, "Well, at least I'm not going to work. I'm going to create something that at least focuses on things that I like. So at least I'll be happy." So I think that was uh, that. That that's sort of what happened then, and then that, and then that became the thing that sort of refreshed my career. So I guess the lesson is is pursue things that you actually like, sure, uh, and then and then the good stuff will follow. And and uh, that
0: you were ahead of the game on that with Nerdist with the oh, yeah. podcast and all that. I mean, you got in. And and it became the model for what other people had to do in order to become successful doing that stuff.
1: I guess so. I, I just think now there's more responsibility for performers to take on all of the. I mean, you you really. I mean, in the old days, you really just kind of had to be a performer, but now you have to be a performer and a marketer, and you got to kind of help manage your own career and create your own stuff. And you know, it's it's fun. It's it's you know, it's definitely more more challenging, but it's just sort of... And you have to be your own social media man. It's
0: just kind of the way it is now. Yeah, well, uh, it's certainly working for you. Uh, the Talking Dead, I thought, was going to be uh, uh, ridiculous. Like, why are we talking about a show that we just watched and how much more? <laughs> I mean, 80% of it was zombie. But but now I'm like, oh, i got to find out what the hell that was all about. Now and I people- have to watch it. And people are dying to get on the show, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and... and yeah, well,
1: the show's therapy. It's
0: therapy for people. Yeah, it really is because when you're done watching a show, you you want to discuss it with people. You want to talk about it with people, and and there's usually nobody there or your wife who can, can couldn't care less. And to realize that there's a whole bunch of a whole group of people out there that want to have that same conversation. Do you love though the uh, uh, the failure that other shows have trying to have follow up shows now just like that?
1: do i love it's not not that i love the failure i don't but there is a there is a kind of a part of me just because when the show first started people were like this is dumb how hard is that that's stupid right i think the show looks i think the show looks very easy but it's a live show and the truth is it's not you know it's easy now because we've done it for for five years but 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 when people try it and then it doesn't work there's a small part of it's like (laughs) yeah (laughs) not so easy pal but it's, not that, it's not that I want people to fail, but it, but it is kind of, you know, yeah. there is a <clears throat> there is a little devious part of me that's like... Uh, that, but, the yeah, Sons of Anarchy. All it's all about therapy.
0: The Sons of Anarchy one just kept falling apart and falling apart. They couldn't find somebody to host it. They couldn't make it entertaining... And I love that show, but even when they put the top stars on, I'm like, I can't watch this thing.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... Uh, I, I think... Uh, and Franjola, who hosted it, is a great guy. I mean, I knew him from Chelsea... Lately, he worked. He wore on Chelsea. Lately, and he's a wonderful guy and really cool and funny. And I think, I, I think he just didn't know. There's a certain amount of responsibility that you have because you know fans of shows are really passionate now. Yeah. And if they don't like something, they will tell you about it on social media.
0: How much do uh, you? How much do you get to know about uh, about the next season and about the uh, the show? Now, I mean, you're 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 synonymous with
1: The Walking Dead now. Well, I, I have access. To all of it. I mean, uh, you know, I, I could watch every episode that's completed now, but I don't. Right. Because uh, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want it spoiled for me. And I don't want to watch, it, I don't, I, it's hard for me to sit with it and not be able to talk about it with anybody. I'm a fan of the show too. So if I, you know, imagine if you watched a really amazing episode and then they were like, but if you tell anyone, we're going to sue you into the stone age. And so you can't, I can't talk about it with anybody. And also, our show's live, so if I get ahead, I don't want to accident. I don't want to have to worry about spoiling something, you know, because I read the comics too. And so it's just like sometimes you you forget. Wait, is this did this happen in this episode, or was that in the comics, or oh, the next episode? Oh, crap! Yeah, it all runs together. I don't want to blurt something out and then and then upset people because now uh, people treat spoilers. The way that they used to get mad at like uh, drug dealers. I mean, it's <laughs> crazy. I love it. I
0: get on the air the night that uh, six o'clock the next morning and said Jon Snow is dead. I, I feel like if you're that much of a fan, stay up and watch the goddamn show.
1: <laughs> they, did so. they did so well. I know. I mean, listen. I, I, I think I, I think you should get a couple of weeks. You know, I try to, but at the same time, I sort of feel like you know your personal viewing habits are not the rest of the world's responsibility. Right. Like, if it if it's so important to you that you're going to get pissed and it's been weeks, like, that's on you. Yeah. You, if it, it really wasn't that important to you, otherwise you would have watched it. My alarm
0: goes off at 4.15 in the morning, and I stayed up to the very last second of Mad Men's final, final show. Sure, yeah. I had to see how I was going to... I couldn't wait till the next day. And uh, it, it's painful, but you do what you got to do. We're talking to Chris Hardwick. Chris, uh, in addition to all the other successful things, he he's doing uh, stand-up comedy. I, that's another thing. I thought... Here, a lot of times people have some fame and they're like, how can I capitalize and make some money off this fame? And they hire some people to write jokes for them and then they do a little bit of stand-up and they, uh, and they do that. Not the case for Chris Hardwick. So so much that you were on the Oddball Comedy Festival last year and everybody has great things to say about you.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Oh my God, that Oddball Festival was, that was a dream. Like that period of, we did so many shows. I think I did like, Sixteen of the twenty dates, or something, right? And and getting a tour with all these amazing comics that I know, some of them I know better than others, but you know, just uh, uh, Louie and Marin and Whitney Cummings and and Hannibal and I mean, just like it, it was such an unbelievable experience and and really fun and you know and playing amphitheaters, like it was it was it was really insane. But comedy is that's the thing. If you ask me what I do, I go, well, I'm a comedian. I've been doing stand up forever yeah so it was not but but a lot of people don't know that because they they see me host a show and that midnight has helped people understand but um now i can't yeah, i can't I mean,
0: watch a lot of midnight because i have to get up so early but <laughs> i i am very aware of and we were just talking about this before you got in the air the the hashtags that have been created oh, yeah. all night what a brilliant use of social media for a tv
1: show Oh yes, but you know that the hashtag game was something that we like that was something that existed on Twitter since the beginning of Twitter but no one had put it into anything and so it just felt like oh well this is something that people like doing and it's fun and it's easy to participate and I'm i I'm a sucker for puns and so it just it just all sort of worked but that's another thing too it's sort of like the eyeball festival it's like well why wouldn't I want to make dick jokes about the internet with a bunch of my friends Mm -hmm. who are all comedians so it's Uh, that's been
0: amazing Chris will be here uh, at the Strauss Center tomorrow night he's got the get fun comfortable tour uh, with Chris Hardwick I have to tell you also uh, do you have a a girlfriend or a wife I have a girlfriend yeah Mm. How, how how long have you been with her Nine months. Nine oh, months? okay. So you could still break up with her. I mean, I, I would yeah. imagine she's gorgeous. I've seen uh, some other girls that you dated. I'm, I'm looking at her now. She's beautiful. The reason why I say that, Chris, not that I'm wishing your relationship ill, uh, is because uh, it, all it took was one tweet from me saying that I was going to have you on the show this week, and the girls have come out of the woodwork wanting to know if you were going to be in the studio, if they could come down here. The girl was tweeting before she wanted to wait outside. And I went to Comic Con in Tampa uh, this past weekend, and I swear to God, as I was walking through, I thought Chris Hardwick can bang most of the girls in this place. That's a great position for you to be in. I don't
1: know. I don't know about that, but uh,
0: that's that's crazy talk. And if you don't know about that, then you don't have a a good friend telling you that you need to start using your powers
1: for evil. You know, I was never, (laughs) I was always such a bad dater. Like, I'm bad at dating, like, just randomly dating people. And I was single during the Oddball Festival, and I, and I, I didn't, I, I don't think, I didn't look up with anybody. Because Are you I'm serious? Not, I don't know how to, I never knew how to do it. I always feel awkward and I always feel like,
0: hey, uh, you know, like I'm, uh, I it, don't know. Can I tell you why? It all goes back down to my theory. You know why? I can tell you right now because you don't have a best friend.
1: <laughs> is, that, is that it?
0: Who's your best friend? <laughs> Who is my best friend? Yeah, like who's the, who's the one guy? And it's got to be a guy that you get up and like uh, you'll talk to every day even if it's nothing conversation.
1: You know, I uh, my work schedule's been such that I don't even have that guy anymore. Yep, see like, yeah, my, that's my, yeah. is that what it is. That's what it is because you don't you
0: look you're you're very uh, uh, popular right now, you're very famous. You don't want to be the guy to walk out into the crowd and go, "Hi ladies, I'm Chris Hardwick. I know that you know who I am. We should have sex." You can never do that. You don't want to ruin your reputation. You don't seem like that kind of guy. But if you have that best friend, who is that guy? He facilitates those things, and you reap the benefits from it. You should be. You need to have your turtle. Your, you need to have your side guy to go out and round that up for you. You are not I'd taking. Just
1: have an actual
0: turtle? Can I just have an actual? turtle? <laughs> yeah, just send a turtle out with your name and phone number on its back. Although you yeah. do seem like you'd be like a really nice guy. Like uh, like some girl would want you to choke her, and you'd be like, I can't do that.
1: Oh my god! You're so. That is so. Yes, you're absolutely right. If someone said that, I'd be like, I don't.
0: Yeah, not that you're said, a pussy or anything, but uh, just you'd be like, I don't want to hurt
1: you. You'd be that kind of guy. You know, because you know, I have a great relationship with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like, I don't I, like I'm <laughs> I don't. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't have a secret desire to hurt anybody. And, right. And, uh, I, and my dad was. You know, my dad. My dad lived in Bradenton. Did we talk about that the last? No, time? I didn't and, know that. My dad. My dad. Lived, my dad. My dad died in 2013, and he actually did in Bradenton. And my my brother uh, Eddie is uh, now lives now lives there, and so he's he's coming after the show.
0: Oh, so he's and, uh, a, now. How's Eddie? What does he do for a living?
1: Uh, Eddie works for Verizon, and uh, he's the best. He's Her. the best. I love him to death. Is he good looking?
0: Is he good looking like you?
1: He's he's a handsome man. He's a he's a he's a handsome man. Married, very nice wife. Yeah. Good, good guy. Got yeah, a family. He, he's not good, then. He can't
0: use him. I will find you a best friend, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> no, no use to your plan. He's of no. <laughs> he is not going to help facilitate your evil needs. I would love, man. I wish you lived around here. I would turn you into a bad guy in less than a year. Well, you know, not uh, bad, not bad, but I would, sure. I would sharpen you up a little. Like I, like I bet you, when Chris Hardwick goes to the store and gives him five dollars. And they give him back the wrong change. He just goes, "Ah, it's okay," and he and he keeps it.
1: Yeah. No, seriously, right? Like I'm, I'm so I don't even think I could choke a flashlight. Like I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I bet
0: you've paid for the people behind your Starbucks before.
1: I have. See? Uh, yeah. Oh,
0: that is so funny. Well, it's good to know you are a genuine nice guy. But ladies. I,
1: but it's boring. Can I tell you, it's boring. Yeah. So, like these, 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 these ladies that you say are all, for some reason, uh, oh on the free table. Like I'm not. I, I, I'm I'm bored. I'm very boring. You know, my girlfriend and I, we stay home a lot. And we we watch a lot of horror movies, and I'm very. Uh, you know, I don't like to really go out, and I'm not super party social. Oh, forget, so, uh, yeah, you don't even need
0: that. Really you, we don't, look, you get to a certain age where you don't want to go out and be club guy anymore, but if you, like, all I kept thinking was, I'm not particularly attracted to, to some of these girls at Comic-Con. They're slightly overweight, and they have tubes in their hair and gr- green no, socks. No, no. Yes.
1: That's a terrible thing to say. Right,
0: but I would totally I would totally want to bang two at a time. Like, I'll take the green one and the pink one, and that's <laughs> what you should have one at least a couple of those experiences in your
1: life. Well, the Comic Con community is is an amazing community to be a part of because uh, it's it was something that when I was growing up you you couldn't really be you couldn't really nerds super, were not cool no because people were very judgy and they still are and and uh, but it, but it, the Comic Con is basically like a giant safe zone for people and so it's uh, it's nice to you know it, it basically says like hey we don't have to. We don't kind of we don't have to hide the stuff that we like anymore.
0: You no, know? I, you're right. It's like when you think. it's like when you find that one club uh, in inside like you have dance club, dance club, bar, and then there's that one club down the alley that the weird kids are always coming out of. That was their safe haven. That's kind of what Comic Con is for those people. And I'm glad that they have that, but I'm just saying you would be the king of Comic Con. It's you can- safe until Chris Hardway comes in and starts banging everyone. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're saying.
1: You. <laughs> oh my God! I just I I, I you know I. I I feel I, I'm it's so weird oh my too. God, it's so I weird. wish you lived I've here disappointed, I've disappointed more people by telling them like yeah I didn't I didn't have sex with anyone who was unsingled out ever oh, oh.
0: I would be like okay only one winner lots of losers ladies time to <laughs> you know
1: I I, I I guess it depends on how you define a <laughs> uh, Consolation oh prize but it, but it never like I I, I feel like if a guy who was more adept and who was more compelled to, like, you know, be inside everybody, if he uh, if he were to hear that, would be so disappointed and be like, why did Hardwick get to do that? Like, it, it uh, yeah, really- but there's a,
0: a, hold on, I just thought of a new contest. Galvin, write down real quick. Hold on, uh, give me a pen or really. I'm going to write it down. Uh, two Two numbers. How many girls has Chris Hardwick dated in the last 10 years? In the, okay. last the last 10 years? Okay. In the then, last 10 years. Okay. 10 years? Yeah, don't say, yeah, don't yet, yeah, we, we're guessing. And then uh, underneath that, how old are you now, Chris? Uh, 43. Four, okay, so we're the same age. How many women he's had sex with? <sighs> all right. We don't have our numbers, so let me know when you're ready. All right, uh, how many women have you dated in the last 10
1: years? Um, ten years to this day, uh, three. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I got three. I had, I had six. I had four. I had three. I got three right on the top. Yeah. I had a, I was in a seven year relationship. Immediately went into a three year relationship, and then nine months ago, uh, Lydia and I started dating. So it's been three in the last ten years. All right. And now. the other number, the other number, I don't. I mean, you know, there there, there was a dark. Like I said, there was a drunken dark period. Oh, that's true. I didn't take that into
0: consideration. So guesstimate. All right, give us a guesstimate.
1: I honestly, you know, I know this sounds crazy. I honestly don't know, and it's not I don't know because the number is so high. Right. I don't know because I haven't thought about it in so long. Give
0: me an under over. Give me, say, more, more than this but less than this.
1: I I honestly I honestly couldn't even tell you I I'm I don't know I'm going to tell I you I don't know
0: I'm going to tell you that I I feel now after having this conversation that my number was low uh, I forgot about the dark period I said nine
1: the dark period the dark period no 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 it's 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 more than that I sure. said twenty four it, it that's probably closer because uh, I mean I was in that in that period you know there were there were there were some bar hookups you know there were some. But that was like that was in the 1900s. Right.
0: <laughs> oh, so. uh, this is, I'll tell you what, man. I I'm leaving to go out of town uh, right after the show today. Or I would love to come. I would love to come and sit down and try to immediately make you a bad guy. I, well, listen. <laughs> ask you can your do it? I have
1: the, uh, my girlfriend is so amazing. There's no. And can I tell you that when you're young. You're, I don't know if you guys are like this, but when I was young, I was attracted to drama. You know, I think you sort of think when you're young that you meet someone who's a little chaotic and you're like, oh, drama equals passion. Right. As you start to get older, you're like, drama equals not fun. And yeah, so yeah. I, I, like, I'm, this is, I've dated this is the first person I've dated that's completely drama-free, and she's amazing. And I promise no amount of road tale would ever be worth Trading that in for just like a nice, sweet, wonderful—I'm
0: mm-hmm. not against area, it. I think so. if you're happy, that's good for you. But the, when you—if anything does happen and you feel like you have to cry, you should call me first. I will- I,
1: should, I should immediately go to Tampa. Like mm-hmm. that's my first.
0: You, you get—I don't even what? care if you call your brother and you go, "What's that guy's name from Tampa?" I'm gonna go over there and he'll hook you up, and we'll be fine together.
1: Are you gonna be like the? Are you going to be like the uh, the Avis of vaginas? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. No, I don't know if I, I don't know if I necessarily put it that way. But uh, oh, gold circle! Yeah, <laughs> I will be there for you in your time of need when you were like that guy was right, man. I need to start banging them two at a time, or at least entertaining the uh, the idea. Uh,
1: I I will listen. I will. I, I I don't think that will ever come to fruition, but I appreciate the offer and at it's comforting to know
0: that it's out there. Yeah. Florida. Dude, uh, it's great to have you on the show today. Go see Chris Hardwick. He will be at, uh, his Get Fun Comfortable is going to be at the Strauss Center tomorrow night. You can go to org to get information and get tickets. And I wish I was in town. I'd love to come see you, buddy. And I hope you have a great show and, uh, and continued success. Great. Thanks, man. Thanks. Take, all right, take it easy, Chris. There you go. I like that guy.
1: Stephen Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination. Shop, compare, and save
0: at the Golden Diamond Source.
1: 3800 Olmerton Road.
0: Or online at goldendiamondsource.com.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you.